0: Over the last few years, we have gathered data from over 18,000 leaders on their preference for speaking versus listening. While very few completely doubt the efficacy of listening, many leaders fail to see the remarkable value of being an excellent listener. In this episode, we're sharing the research behind the rich rewards that come from deep listening. Welcome to The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zenger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Koren, and joining me today is leadership guru, Jack Zenger.
1: Hi, Bri. This is a very important topic that we're talking about today.
0: Now, Jack, I I have to tell everyone that does not know you personally that you really are the master of listening. (laughs) I mean it. I'm always amazed by your restraint and ability to slow down and ask the right questions. So you do practice what you preach. And probably because over your many years, you experienced some of the incredible benefits that come from listening, which we will discuss today.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks. Thanks, Brianne. I I admit to trying hard to understand what others are thinking and and feeling. Over the last few years, we have gathered data from over 18,000 leaders on their preference for speaking versus listening. While very few completely doubt the efficacy of listening, many leaders fail to see the remarkable value of being an excellent listener. Rather than taking the time to carefully understand the other person, about 46% of our respondents noted that their preference is to translate their experience into practical, logical advice. Predictably, 18% of the respondents indicated that people frequently drop hints that they could be a better listener. (laughs) And I fear a few of the hints were missed by this group who likes to use their experience to give sage advice.
0: Oh, and we all need sage advice. <laughs> <laughs> right. I you know, I'm a little surprised. I think probably 70% could be better listeners actually, but um sometimes listening is really hard. Most of us have had the experience of you know, going to this social gathering where another person droned on and on about a very uninteresting topic, or, you know, we've been caught in our office with a colleague complaining about problems at work, which feels like a waste of our time to listen to. Listening can be boring. It takes valuable time, and it's made even harder when people bring up really uncomfortable topics. So the challenges, the difficulties are out there with listening, they're readily apparent, But we, like I said earlier, we don't understand the enormous benefits. What did the research tell us why we should tune in more to these interactions?
1: You know, to better determine and and to quantify these benefits, we gathered 360-degree feedback data that that measures a leader's effectiveness at listening and along with other leadership behaviors from about 4,200 leaders. We divided that group of leaders into five fundamental basic groups based on the perceived effectiveness of their listening skills. So these perceptions typically came from, again, 13 or 14 colleagues, typically their boss, their peers, their direct reports, and some other people that they had worked with. The two leadership behaviors showing the largest differences in these groups, that is, how we divided them into these five different categories, were, number one, building relationships, and secondly, generating trust. You know, if the listeners can just view a graph that shows that leaders with the lowest effectiveness on listening, that is kind of the bottom 10%, they were rated at only the 13th percentile in building relationships and the 14th percentile On generates trust. Now, compare it to those who were in the top 10%, they were rated at the 88th percentile on both building relationships and generating trust. There was an enormously high correlation between those qualities and listening skills.
0: Wow. So, what's so interesting about that data is that it kind of shows that it is the absence of our words that can strengthen our relationships and offer a better foundation of trust. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? <laughs>
1: yeah, it
0: is. There's a great quote from an article I read from Peter Bregman. He said, quote, silence is a greatly underestimated source of power because words can so often get in the way. Silence can help you make connections. End quote. But you know that requires us to be willing to slow down and to stop speaking. You got to be willing to give someone your full attention, to put away your distraction, put down your phone. In your article you wrote many years ago for HBR and listening, um, one of the most kind of popular things that people clung to is this analogy of of that you don't want to be this sponge absorbing what people say, but to be a trampoline that bounces others to new levels, bounces someone to bounce ideas off of. You're amplifying and energizing them.
1: Yeah. So what we found is that good listening leads to, number one, some more important and compelling questions. Great listeners are skilled at asking questions that encourage other people to talk, to think more deeply, and to question their own motives. As a result, they share relevant and important information and gain new insights. And secondly, that good listening leads to building relationships that truly benefit your life and your work. As you listen before speaking, better and more helpful questions will indeed enter your mind. Not just questions to prove that you were listening, but the kind of questions that, that deepen the conversation. Take it one step further. Research has shown that people who cultivate positive relationships in many walks of life are more positive and less stressed with their work. Most people have at least one acquaintance who prefers to talk more than they listen. (laughs) We have observed that these relationships tend to be those valued least because they usually end up being so one-sided. Mm-hmm it's exhausting to, being with a, to, to be with a non-stop talker. Yeah, um,
0: another benefit that you found that comes from good listening, what good listening leads to is an established foundation of reciprocal trust. The person who listens is more trusted by others and at the same time, the listening process generates the listener's trust in others. Those who listen well, they're, they're more trusted, while those who resist listening are viewed with suspicion sometimes.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and I fear we're all fed up with the state of our current political discourse, where distrust causes both sides to not listen to the other, mm-hmm. other than to hear something about which you want to fight. Yeah. We've also learned that, that feedback then flows frequently and freely good listeners appear to earn the privilege of providing feedback to their colleagues and friends. Although giving feedback is focused on talking, good listeners are rated significantly higher on their ability to provide others with honest feedback. And that's probably because good listeners not only talk, but they take the time to understand the perspective of the other person. In addition, good listeners are much more likely to ask others for their feedback in return. You know, colleagues and friends are far less likely to offer feedback to someone that they believe is really unlikely to listen and accept that feedback. And finally, you know, natural opportunities for continued development come from better listening. Listening always conveys a sincere interest in the other person. Leaders who listen well are rated significantly higher on their skill and willingness to develop other people around them. Great listeners are much more likely to understand the desires and preferences of their direct reports.
0: Yeah. The next benefit of listening well is a significant increase in collaboration between your team members. Organizations function well when groups and individuals collaborate and cooperate. It is extremely difficult to create a collaborative culture when leaders do not listen, uh, leaders who are skilled at listening understand the concerns and frustrations of other groups which in turn hastens ways to resolve the differences so that's a great benefit
1: and the next finding from our research is that helping others that listening really helps others people to feel that they can be heard and understand and importantly to feel that they belong By definition, it's really hard for anyone to understand the thoughts and feelings of someone who is quite different from from them. The primary way we come to understand those different perceptions and assumptions and norms is through honest dialogue. Those who listen can grow to understand the issues and concerns of those who are diverse. Poor listeners may assume that they know but generally fail to truly understand those with markedly different backgrounds.
0: Such an important aspect of improving belonging in organizations. And the very uh, last benefit that we'll talk to today, I'm sure we could name plenty more, but the, these are the the eight, is that when you listen, when you have that deep level of listening, you're able to recognize extraordinary performance. Understanding and appreciation come before the ability to privately and publicly provide meaningful recognition. Those leaders who listen well are significantly more skilled At recognizing others. And this is primarily because they are inclusive and they have invested in understanding others' needs, concerns, and their accomplishments. And what an incredible thing to be able to give that gift to someone of of not just recognizing, but meaningful recognition.
1: So I guess the bottom line to all of this is effective listening takes some time and it takes some effort. But this research confirms that it has a significant wide variety of payoffs. Leaders who are skilled at listening not only end up being much more effective leaders, but they also become much more appreciated by their friends and their partners and their colleagues.
0: The 90th percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at ZangerFolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on
1: zangerfolkman.com.